following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Oh, what's going on with everybody? It's your man Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels, the host of the 1130 Podcast. And yo, man, I want to send a special shout out to Off the Top Roads Podcast. If you guys ain't already heard it already, man, go tune in to wherever you get your podcasts at, man. And subscribe to Off the Top Roads Podcast. Shout out to my man Shiz Lansky, man. He's been a guest on my wrestling podcast twice, and he's going to be a guest on the main show. Uh, man, so stay tuned to the 1130 Podcast social medias, man, to tune in to that. And yo, go tune in, man, and cop some merch from Off the Top Ropes Podcast. Yiddy! Spend time with your family? Sure, I do. Good. Just a man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a good man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another brand new episode of the Top Row Podcast. Y'all know who the hell I am. I'm Blackheart, the head honcho here of this Boston Operation of Things. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you hit the like, share, subscribe, and notifications bell to stay updated with all the content that we have and with all the content that we're going to be presenting to you very soon for this season five. Um, yeah, man, y'all know the drill. Thank you guys for tuning in. You know, we're here every Friday. Live 11 p.m. 11:15, the latest. Um, we'll be on group, uh, we'll be on Twitch, you know, Twitch, Facebook, and of course, here on YouTube as well. What up, everybody? Of course, can't forget the merchandise store real quick. You gotta go to Arthur Top Rolls Podcast and support us at bonfire.com slash store slash off the top ropes. And of course, you gotta go to the Teespring spot, you know, teesprings.com, go to um, the search, um, search bar. Type of off the top ropes. You know, we got the sandals on Deco Slides as well, D E C O Slides.com. And then we got the new joints that just got debuted today. Yes, we got multiple colors. We got the Cool Ridge colors. We got the Purple Ring colors. Uh, we got the Purple Ring colors. Thank you very much. We got the alternative Purple Ring colors, uh, which I like to call the Dark Order colors. We got a nice little painted little black and white splatter. Also, it's very fucking good. We got the white static, white static slides as well. We got too much shit to come on. We got the infamous palm off slides, the limited editions only. They'll be on the store. Also, cannot forget the neck gator. So, for some of y'all that don't like the, the whole face mask operation thing, at least you got your own um, customized face gators, neck gators, you know, and coming in four to seven different styles that we had created from. But nonetheless, to say, Thank you for the uh, thank you for the support. Thank you for everyone that's just been tuning in, and, you know, and as we keep growing and growing the merchandise itself, um, a lot of work that's been put into these things. Um, so really appreciate you know. So you cop yourself one, not for yourself, then for someone that you love. You know, it helps us, it helps everyone else. 
Also, we got our website up and running at uh, off the top rules podcast.wordpress.com where you can check out the latest episodes of our podcast as all right, you as well as our merchandise store. So, yeah, man, we we've been busy, we've been you know getting ready for this birthday party and yeah, they like that March 11. Make sure y'all tune in for that. But I'm gonna just bring it to the guest panel for the night. Sabier's in the building, Mavis in the building, Charcy's in the building. King Breezy's in the building. Last but not least, your comfortable favorite E Dukes. What's up with y'all? Not much. Man, it's been a long ass week. Ditto. So if we sound a little tired, we apologize. But we're still gonna get through this. We're still gonna get through this week of wrestling. Yeah. So uh I hope everybody enjoys. I hope you should like, share, subscribe, and do all that good stuff. So I'm gonna find some energy tonight, guys. I gotta find whatever. Oh, whatever's in this cup is gonna help. <laughs> oh man, here we go. That's it, baby. Let's have some fun. Let's talk about some wrestling. <laughs> Yo, you got something to say? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I do. Be careful about what the words that's about to come out of your mouth. Don't be disrespectful. You better, you better be careful. Yeah, I will be disrespectful. All that goddamn haze out this motherfucking world. (laughs) I got to say, fuck (laughs) y'all. We love you too. Damn it. It's early, you know what I'm saying? It's much love for the fan, but what would y'all attack the fan movie? Nah, fuck y'all. Y'all can eat a bag of baby dicks. Well, it doesn't really matter. That's what what Amy... Tell me he didn't just say that. Gary, Yes, yes, I did say that. Yes, yes. It's going to be a... Here we go! Come on now, dudes. It's too, you know, it's too late for this shit already. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's the weekend. It's early. And I can do this to you today too. So shut the fuck up today. <laughs> and no, and no, and know your role today. And speaking of which, while I actually got the opportunity to before we even start, your current OTCR champion. So like I said, eat a sack of baby dicks, motherfucker. There you um, go. Char C, um, I'll be defending this title against you at Revolution in another week and a half. Good luck to Sounds you. Sounds good. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, there you go. New blood. I'm ready for battle. I, I so, feel like she's about to take home some hardware. I've been waiting for this for a long time. So. How long have we had the belt out already? Um, two seasons? Um, almost, a, uh, almost a year. Almost a year. Almost okay, a year. so it's about time. It's about time. Yeah. Uh, you want to cooperate now, Dukes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> because, you know what I mean? Because honestly. <laughs> oh, man. That's how you feel. You in the doghouse now, boy. Oh, this is. You, you, you're in the OTTR couch, bro. Ouch. Well. I think Whoa. I think he's gotten jobber status now. <laughs> oh, not right. Really yeah, um, he's doing you like that. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, yeah. you two, technically, you and Maverick did 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 these switch roles. So, <laughs> technically, 
he's not he's not lying about that. Oh, <laughs> Cyber, stop! Hey, I didn't do I didn't do nothing. <laughs> well, you can sink your teeth into what we got in store for the week, man. So y'all know the drill, y'all know the sales. Monday Night Raw. Welcome to Monday Night Raw. We open up with the World Heavyweight Champion. Brock Lesnar opens up the show, but he gets rudely interrupted by Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman then claims that Roman Reigns is still and currently and forever will be the undisputed champion of the WWE. But he also gives news that he has a title to defend against um, at Madison Square Garden March 5th to Bobby Lashley, allegedly. Um, but if he can't fulfill his duties, then he will find someone that well. But Brock has a rain check that he'll be there Friday, so will Paul. So he'll see him then as well. Uh, we go backstage. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, I guess they're trying to go after the Raw Tag Team titles, and they got a tag team matchup against uh, RK Roll later on this evening. Street Province for taking on Alpha Academy. Alpha Academy gets a W by some cheating tactics at the very end by Chad Gable. One, two, three, the Raw Tag Team wins. But apparently, going backstage to them, they don't really care about who they face. They're going to walk out as Raw Tag Team Champions regardless. Then we get Tommaso Ciampa making it known that Finn Balor will be his tag team partner going against the Dirty Dogs in the next upcoming matchup, which has been a pretty decent match, even though it's only for like decent eight to nine minutes. But Tommaso Ciampa and Finn Balor gets the win, getting the roll-up, uh, getting the roll-up pin victory slide. Then we get Miz TV coming up next on Monday Night Raw. Then he disclaims that he's been jumped, salted, but no matter what, he found a he found a tag team partner that would be right in his corner face all against the Mysterios. He had enough of that crap. Mysterios end up getting uh interrupted and getting involved. Dominic growing growing a sack of balls now stands up the mid and says, You guys are telling the same about my father, say the mean in my face, although he'll whoop his ass. He tried to calm down the little pup and basically announces his tag team partner, who is none other than Logan Paul. He's back, folks, and he's a heel again. So apparently they accept the challenge for WrestleMania in a tag team match. Them both get skull crushing finale. But Logan Paul's his form is so off. Oh, it's ugly. It is trash. Moving on from that. Then they give you a nice six, seven, six, seven minutes. The same vignette that we got for the Undertaker's Hall of Fame. Video is still missing on Monday Night Raw. He's probably not going to come till after WrestleMania time. Uh, boring. Rhea Ripley versus Nikki Ash. Boring. Hit it with the riptide within six minutes. One, two, three. She gets the W. Let this thing die. Um, Shelton Benjamin takes on Damian Priest. This was a decent match, even though it only gives us for merely four minutes. After me, after he hits the reckoning, he wins the match. He cuts the promo afterwards, basically explaining he wants world champion competition. Who else rings the bell? Finn Balor. Finn Balor says, you know, you want your match? I'll give you your match next week for the United States title. So, yes, we're going to have them face off against next week. 24-7 bullshit. Between Reggie and Dana Brooke involved in the 24-7 title and mixed feelings. 
been been put into the friend zone. He apologized. He just wanted to make things right. What did he decide to do? Do the Jeff Jarrett Bash of the Beach 2000, lay down on the ring, get the pen, let's get it over with. Just as he was trying to do the right thing, he can't. You know, he can't really let that thing go. Ah, ha, ha. But then the third time's the charm, she locks lips for him, allegedly, and gets the three count because his shoulders was already on the mat. So now she's back to being your 24-7 champion before the shenanigan people come out, try to get their vengeance on, and we get Kira try to squeeze one out of Tamina, which that was not going to work. They chase themselves out of the arena. Bianca Belair comes a promo vowing to win the Raw Women's Champion at WrestleMania, going back-to-back main events, and she can't wait to get her hands on Becky again. It was destiny. You can't spell WrestleMania without E-S-T. Becky Lynch did arrives, looking better than what she was the previous week. And, of course, she cuts her usual promo that, yeah, here we go. It still brings up the 26-second shenanigans. But, Bianca, we passed this, folks. We passed it. This is just now, it's just inevitable to see where Bianca is actually going to win. But before she gets a point across, Dewdrop comes out. And apparently, that was the next upcoming matchup for the night. Bianca Belair taking on Dewdrop, who officials have praised the both women in this match. And rightfully so. KOD on, on Dewdrop a second time. And my God, she's getting the monster push. Now we get the rematch that we've dying for for the last several months. We're going to get that. Ed, Edge cuts a promo in the middle of the ring afterwards. He needs WrestleMania. He's dying to go back to WrestleMania. Who's he going to face? He issues an open challenge. He names all the WrestleMania moments in his life, but he needs to still create a few more before he's done. So he gives a little smoke screen at, at the Cody Rose situation, AJ Styles situation. So we all know what's going to happen. Main event, RK Bro, take on Seth Rollins. And Kevin Owens, if they win, they get added to the Raw Championship match in a couple of weeks from that time period. This was a great match. Um, Randy Orton gets cursed on outside, on the I mean, uh, outside, outside the ring. Then two on one situation. Kevin Owens hits the stunner on Riddle. Then he gets hit with he gets hit with another curse talk. One, two, three. They get away with the victory. And now they're being inserted into the Raw tag team matchup in two weeks on Monday Night Raw. And that's basically what the hell it is. So what's your thoughts? Let me have them. Well, um, with with Edge, I really enjoyed his promo because he he really showed passion that, you know, he he has had about his career throughout throughout uh, his time with WWE. Um, I feel like that it's going to come down to it's going to be AJ Styles that he's going to that he's going to wind up facing at WrestleMania, which I think is very appropriate. It's a match that everybody's been wanting, and it's a match that uh, it's gonna it's gonna sell. The match is going to sell, and I think uh, that was that that's going to be the uh, end game for for Edge from his promo. Um, I'm waiting for Kevin Owens to turn on Seth Rollins or Seth Rollins turn on him because both of these guys have history of just turning on on their partner and just mm-hmm. beating them merc- mercilessly. I swear, I'm my my brain and my mouth are not wanting to work together. Damn it! Okay, they have they have history of beating the hell out of their partners, so I'm mm-hmm. waiting for that to happen. It's just which one's going to do it first? Uh, Bianca Belair, thank you. You're put. You're giving her a put another push because of after what happened to her when Becky Lynch came out and came, returned to wrestling and beat her in you know mere seconds. 
So thank you for giving her another opportunity. Thank you for allowing her to get redemption, which I think she will at WrestleMania. She'll get her redemption there. Um, but other than that, this Raw, I think, was a little bit above average of what they normally put out. And I won't say it was a complete two shits in the toilet seat flush, but it was a little bit above that, but not by much. So, so it was one shit. Yeah, well, half, <laughs> half, half. I'll give I guess a we'll go the Maverick next. Go ahead. Yo, uh, first off, I just want to say Edge's promo was probably the highlight for me, and the real highlight was my man rocking my brand, Logan Paul rocking the Maverick sweatshirt. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. Um, but I mean, Raw was it was just. It was like maybe like a six out of ten, and that's generous. Sure. Yeah, looking forward to you know this what the whole thing with what's going on with Edge and everything. But like, the, it was it was an average show. Um, like, I'm sick and tired of seeing all these celebrities when you have main roster talent being underutilized and not used properly. Because so, I am beyond sick of the 24-7 title picture. Get rid of this title. It's a piece of garbage, frankly. Last but not least, this monkey motherfucker. Ugh, what dude. about King Reezy? Sorry, King Reezy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to save him for dead last, but know me, dude. She takes his sweet time. So know me, <laughs> you, you're quicker than him. <laughs> so, Dukes. Skinner with these crazy explanations. The superintendent's gonna need his medication. When he hears Skinner's name, exaggerations, there'll be trouble in town tonight. Seymour! <laughs> <laughs> I heard you got before. Oh, it's trash. Raw is trash. Lex. Oh, oh, straight trash. Next. This is garbage. Straight garbage. King Rizzy. What up, man? You know, I actually turned Raw off early. That's how bad that was, man. I, 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 <laughs> I, turned, I turned that off. Oh, shucky, ducky, quack, quack. I, it was it was just bad, man. But I will say this: the direction they going with Edge, the own it has to be AJ Styles. It does. Yeah, it has to be AJ Styles. If it's anybody else, then WWE. I mean, people's gonna crap on them. It's not it's, it's not gonna look good. <laughs> so that's what I ended with: Edge versus AJ. That needs to be the match for WrestleMania. Yep. Nobody else. Mm-mm. Soccer mom versus steroids. I basically have to agree with y'all on um, everything that y'all say. Um, looking forward to the edge, edge and potentially AJ Styles or Cody Rhodes, whatever one that actually comes for us. We really don't care at this fucking point. Um, the build up for Bianca has been phenomenal because she's been booked strong and about the time that they actually got it right and booking the baby face well. So now it's only time is inevitable. Um, but everything else was just basic generic. What Dukes would say, two shits in a toilet seat flush, right? Mm-hmm. So I can actually do it this time around? Okay, cool. So that's awesome. 
That is all I really felt about that. You get the black one. <laughs> Please, WWE, just shorten this thing down to two hours. At least save me some time. I may lose his sleep because mm-hmm. of you guys on Mondays. Go back to what it was in 98. Go back to two hours. I think I'll be much better with that. For real. Oh, yeah. Three hours is too long. <laughs> Nobody else got anything to say about Raw? So we moving on? Hell no. Move on Tuesday. <laughs> We we got Braun Braun Breaker opened up talking about um his latest victory against Pablo Escobar and such a such Dolph Ziggler to Dolph Ziggler interrupts tells him to sit back and watch him defeat Tommaso Ciampa in the main event after he's done with him he has to size my NXT title. Corey J takes Raquel Gonzalez to a I guess a wild amusement park where the main thing is rock climbing. You know Raquel Gonzalez is afraid of heights, really afraid of heights. She ain't have that shit. But, of course, getting out of your comfort zone is the only way that you team is really going to win. Brooke Jensen <laughs> is now making a virtual video log for dating sites, I guess. And he's trying his hardest, but it is fucking pathetic just by the way that he's trying. And it's just so embarrassing to even watch. Worst segment ever. Then we get Grayson Waller taking on L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight was about to get the win, but then his... um. Grayson Wallace's guard covered him and he gets a little easy 50. One, two, three. He wins, but he and but LA Knight gets his finish on him at the very end. Wendy Chu earlier this earlier that day talks to Dakota Kai about the tag team partnership. Don't know how they're going to talk to the attraction is basically in the uh in the audience looking at the tag team action. Io Shirai, Kaylee Ray defeats Armani Miller and Lash Legend to advance to the women's Dusty Rose tournament. And Dante Chain vows revenge on Duke Hudson, which he actually gained a little one-up on before their matchup. But unfortunately, size prevails all, hits the razor's edge on him. One, two, three, Duke Hudson gets away with a victory. So that guy's getting a little decent push. Carmelo Hayes comes out next because the promo, basically, there's no one left that's going to take him on. He's the A champion. There's no one that can really defeat him. Except for one guy, Pete Dunn comes out and makes his claim and he wants a shot at the title next. Trick Williams tried to get involved. Like, wait, who the hell is he? Why the hell is he even getting his ass involved in this? Till Cameron Grimes comes out and and interrupts and gets one up on the heels before Trick Williams and Cameron Grimes. William way up to the moon. He gets to go and hit the cave in one, two, three. My man wins. Yes. So Austin Chambers in the back getting ready for his matchup with. Dolph Ziggler, Braun Breaker talks to him, let him know he got his back, and worse comes the worst. Andre Chase's next lesson today in te- intestinal fortitude is going towards Ron Von Wagner and Robert Stone. He kicks someone out, kicks one out of the class. Then we get Nikita Lyons making her debut against Kayla Inlay. And this was the debut that people would, uh, been talking about for the last several days with the monstrous iconic split to get men's Dick Hard, aka Dukes. 17 Magic Girl on the way, folks. Uh, Duke Hudson kissing Parasha and Prince Parasha backstage. Indy Hardwoods is like, what the hell did she see? But then he names us the fact that, well, we used to do that shit back in the day, but she's not very impressed. But who was also in the ring? 
Dexter Loomis, her husband, sadly disappointed and walks away. And Indy is trying to chase after her husband. Ah, Dukes, you fucking homebreaker. You're homewrecking fucking nurtured. Robert Stone has some words for Audrey Chase. Then Imperium and the Creed Brothers, they get into a brawl. They get into a face-to-face conversation that ends up in the brawl. Just as Michael Bevers was getting cornered, Solo Sokoa comes out and apparently rescues him. We're trying to get one up on Walter. I'm going to call him Walter because his mama calling him Walter. I don't care about that Gunter shit. Um, Harlan and Joe Gacy try to talk to a Draco Anthony backstage, but that's but that's not going to be possible. So that's going to be a new target. Casey Cardizera and Caden Carter taking on um, Ivy Nile and... I don't know this person. Why the hell they name this person Tatum Paxley to advance in the next round of the Dusty Woman's Classic? Ivy turns on Tatum and chokes her out. Social Cohen makes it known that he's at the gun, that he's not after nothing else but him. Malcolm Bivis thought that they could try to get one up on him and get a little buddy buddy on the side, but he ain't having it. LA Knight is making it known that he's after Grayson Wall. Any chance that he gets, and this is not over till he said it, it's over. Then we get the main event between Tommaso Ciampa and Dolph Ziggler where the cameraman whacks Tommaso with the camera, gets hit gets hit with a super kick by Dolph. He gets the victory. Happens to be Robert Roode. Two on one attack until the NXT champion comes out and makes the save then he proposes a tag team matchup between the two of them next week. As far as NXT is concerned, so folks, thoughts and opinions on NXT. What's been going on with that? Uh, let's just switch it around. Go ahead, Dukes. Snooze fest. <clears throat> oh, shit. Next. So basically, this that basically that you was doing. Yes. Sure. Didn't really see much of it because I was working, but I mean, looking forward to possibly this uh, Pete Dunn and uh, Carmelo Hayes match coming up. So basically, <laughs> moving on, Cyber. All right. So overall, it was uh, exactly like everybody else is saying. It was not really that impressing. Um, we we kind of know what Vince's intentions are with NXT having superstars from Raw popping mm-hmm. up on the show, you know, to to you know create storylines. Yeah. And I'm sorry, it gives me like the taste of like that real old school NXT back when uh, Daniel Bryan and a couple others were down there, and they were doing like little snippet uh, segments on Raw for it. And it's just it's just so stupid, but. Uh, the Carmelo Hayes Pete Dunn match it does intrigue me. I think that's going to be a very good match. Pete Dunn is a great worker. I'm surprised he hasn't been pulled up to the main roster yet. But overall, it was uh... math. Um, so about 23 seconds into the core, Jade and Raquel Gonzalez, Maverick was sleeping with his baby. So I didn't see NXT. Reezy, <sighs> man, NXT. I mean, watching NXT is sad now. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like depressing. Honestly, it's depressing just to watch, just to see what it's become to what it was, what it was, and what it's become now. It's depressing just to look at, even a logo. But I can say one, <laughs> I can say one good thing about the show, and it was Carmelo Hayes. 
that's about it. I mean, you can be, I can make an exception for Brian Breaker, but it was mainly Carmelo Hayes. Other than that, the show was bland. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't nothing to talk about. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm surprised yeah. Dukes wasn't drooling on over himself about uh Nikia and stuff and that pin oh, and Lord. all this other stuff. I figured he'd been drooling all over himself <laughs> and taking fifteen uh, minutes to talk about it. Uh, that time I was like, you know what? Let me let me think about it. Ten sets a day, I can help a kid make a wild wild. <clears throat> I'll watch NXT. You mean happy sperm count? <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Well absorbed. Nah, I was like, you know what? I might have a kid and make a wild one. I get that kid 10 cents a day. Did uh watch NXT. Do you really get 10 cents at anybody else but us here? <laughs> did uh did she break out with a song afterwards? Hmm? Did she break out on song afterwards? Because you know how she's like the new like R and B singer of like NXT. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think they're just. I think they're just gonna give her that tune read the gimmick and just call it a day from there. I think so too. Good. Or that um meta um meta um what's that person's name? Snake from Metal Gear Solid. If I'm getting that one correct, maybe that close to that area, but you know. Maybe it's oh. just me for the way that I was looking at it, but oh, maybe probably Sonya Blade. I got, I got no words to say about that. Um, I mean, it was basically what what Happy Guys have already said. There was no highlight for me, technically, to really be honest. Not even that Carmella Hayes really say this thing for my taste. I mean, yeah, we'll get to see a pretty decent match, but besides him. What's left? Nothing. Not even exactly. your NXT champion is going to be interested. And even if you haven't crossover storylines between NXT and Raw right now, it's still not getting me like, okay, I should be paying attention to Braun more often. I'm only trying to pay attention to Champa because he's a Boston native. That's the only reason why I really give a shit. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you know, yeah. it's not really making me feel like, okay, this thing really matters. And he's and about to it, go to Raw, so... There's nothing really to really think about anymore. So, you know? Nope. So it's not a real surprise. I know I may seem like a hater. There we go, hating again. But it's what everyone else has been saying for weeks now. Well, not weeks, months now. So I think it's pretty much basically that we're just stuck in this vortex where Tuesdays you either got to either stomach it or watch something the fuck else and move, and move on from it. Exactly. Well, then I guess I'll be going Tuesday. to your favorite show then. Gonna go to the Wednesday. Wednesday a A W Diamond. Oh, y'all ready for that? At least, yeah. Ready for it. All right. mm-hmm. So we open up with the tag team battle royale. The winner advances to the tag team title matchup, triple threat match. Against Lucha, uh, against Jurassic Express at Revolution. This was a chaotic but fun match to actually watch. With the remaining two being available, it was between the Fred Dragons they end up winning. Uh, so they get the advance. Young Bucks ain't happy about this. They bickering back and forth in the ring. Who comes out? Hangman Adam Page, your beloved AEW World Champion. 
and he tried and he gets one up on the Red Dragons for the beatdown last week. Young Bucks want nothing to do with it, so they escape away. Adam Cole tries to come out and make the say they get into a little brawl, and he gets saved by the Red Dragons. It's story time, apparently. He thinks that Adam Cole only came in to try to win the AEW world title and pry it away from his hand, but that's not going to happen after all the hard work that, he, that, that he's put in. And he can't wait to get his hands on him at Revolution time. So we can't wait for that. Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson gives us a promo on what he expects from Daniel Garcia in the main event tonight. MJF is the underlying star of this episode this week. He gives an emotional but in-depth promo uh, based on his upbringing as a Jewish kid from New York, going through the trials and tribulations, being a wrestling fan, being outcast, still being on the wrestling team. His IOC and Punk for 11-plus years. When he was gone, he quit. We quit watching wrestling. He looked you dead in your eye and told you what the fuck it was, and he made you believe in him. CM Punk eventually comes out and asks himself, is that true? Are you really telling the truth? And he sold it like a motherfucker with tears in his eyes. If, it, if that didn't get you, then obviously you have no heart. Ricky Starks, your FTW champion, takes on Dark Wars 10 for the face of the Revolution qualified match. Um, Ricky Starks hits the spear. He gets the W123 after a decent nine-minute match. That's pretty much nothing really else to it. So you got two team titles in there. 2.0 and Daniel Garcia rebuttals against Brian, I mean, Brian Danielson on his recruitment for that. Then we get House of Black, Penta at Kale. Excuse me, the dark Penta impact getting the W on the house of on House of Black in the pretty decent match. The lights go out. Who comes up? Buddy Matthews makes his debut. This week thought he was a babyface. Nope. He is a heel and attacks the baby faces in the corner. Now the House of Black has one member to his beloved group. And he chair shotted and he kicked chair shot Penta right to the steel chair. Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho face-to-face confrontation with security guards. Why we need security guards, Eddie Kingston asked. Be a man, stay on your own two feet, and talk to me man-to-man. Jericho is fear for his, well, fear for his safety and concern, but he knows how Eddie Kingston is and basically downplays his whole situation. But then again, he downplays everything else that Eddie Kingston was, has even been. But Eddie Kingston proposes the match at Revolution, and Jericho eventually gives it to him. So we're going to see them two go at it. The heart, the Andrade Hari family outing and shit like that is slowly fucking dissolving. But we get a trios match that be proposed to Sammy Guevara, Darby, and Sting. Um, Red Dragon, Young Bucks, Bigger Baxi, Alan Cole being the peacemaker, trying to do the best that he can, but he's losing his grip. Then we get Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker kind of little individual promos based before the contract signed for Rampage. The TBS championship will be defended. Jay Cargo takes on the bunny at the 10 minutes. Hit the jaded one, two, three. Jay Cargill retains. Jay Cargill basically, who's next? Another Goldberg phrase, or who's left? Who's left? Who answers the bell? Tay Conti comes out and answers the bell. She challenges for the title at, at Revolution before she gets bicycle knee kicked to the face. Keith Lee was about to cut an interesting interview, but then he gets interrupted by Ricky Starr and Powerhouse Hobbs. So be on the lookout for this in. Involving that revolution match at Revolution, Brian Danielson, Gar- Dan- Daniel Garcia was the main event of I mean of of Dynamite. The main event was a banger match of the night. Brian Danielson wins, choking him out, basically trying to plead his case to join him. Two comes out, gets a sneak attack. Who comes out? Shards boy, John Moxley came out. Dev and Dev draw Dev Valley dropped this poor young kid. <laughs> then we got Brian Danielson making the vow. If you want me to bleed, I'll bleed. 
I'll fight you at Revolution, so we're gonna get that match as it ends as it ends the night. And that was AEW Dynamite. Let me have it, folks. What we got here? I saw with the ass kiss. I saw with the ass kissing himself, Dukes. Mm. Yeah, come on, ass kissing. All right. I mean, you are we kissing half of them on Ross's ass? So they gotta go to AEW. <laughs> so we might as well Actually, just take the plane for that. Actually, not really, but I'm all right. Yeah, that um, was before. Now you kind of died down from it. <laughs> all right. Never um, forget. I mean, never forget what you started. Yeah. Well, this is how it ended. The floor uh, is yours, Senator. AEW was a good show. Um, and Jeff's promo was amazing he really elevated um his status within within his wrestling and his ability um on a mic especially when he gives his his heartfelt journey from from his life building um his mental stages and things like that making cm punk kind of guess himself that that right there it, it hits home. It is um it hits home to everything that uh that's in life. Like other than that, decent show, good matches. All that I hate right now is the sole fact that uh they should come up with two more titles for the for this company. More titles? Oh no. What? No, 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 that's no. it. Cut his mic privileges. He's he's smoking crack over there. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Hey, guys, stop. Let him out. Go. All right. Just because if you really do take a look at it, one of them, it should be a trio title. I agree with you, Dukes. And that's what, what, that's what I'm gonna do. That's we've been saying that for the longest time. That's. Since there's more groups in this in the company, they should at least have a trio title. Another one just for like a secondary title after the TNT um championship they have. Mm-hmm. Just because you take a look at it, the TNT is more of a if you want to keep phrasing it, the Intercontinental Championship. Now you need something else other than back that up, just like as a as a U.S. title, and we want to keep phrasing to WWE standards. Something well, dudes, I got one. Well, I got one suggestion. You should call that radio station and let him have it. Good idea. <laughs> nah, I never heard my voice on it. They probably piss off at me, and I'm pissed off at them. So <sighs> maybe. What next? Uh-oh. But on uh, no, all good show, keep it going. I'll start Next. out. I'll go to Char C, your boy uh, Moxley. Yes, of course. I w- wish I could start off with that and say, you know, that was a highlight of the night. But I think the highlight of the night to me, which will probably shock a lot of you, it was the MJF promo. I was like, holy moly, man, that. What? 
that that's by far his best promo he's cut. It, it even brought me to tears watching it. It's like wow, what? best promo. Ever. Time um, out, the- time out, time out. That brought you to tears that you be as a baby face girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprise. See, he just told you to shut the fuck up, and he told me to go fuck myself. I see. I have a heart, guys. Um. We all know that. The Ty Con- I was not very impressed with that Ty Conti promo at all. That was oh, wow. not re- not very good. Only we actually want to know why you're so pissed off at Dynamite, even though you know your beloved podcast over there. Y'all so up on AEW's asshole anyway. But I I but I actually want to hear this. But go ahead, try my fault. Yeah, that Ty Conti promo was not very good at all. In her hey, man, didn't I tell y'all because she's dealing with Sammy that she's getting a little bit extra ump? Right now, some people ridicule me, and one person on Twitter laughs at me and saying, oh, you guys should fucking apologize. I apologize for shit, because y'all know what the fuck it was back then, back in the 80s and 90s, and you clicked up with a wrestler that was getting a great push, and you know they're going to be a main essential part of that company, and you dealing with them, you're going to get that rub off too. So why do you think I yeah, said that? Off. <laughs> and people and you know, and people you know, and people want to get mad at me for. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm I so I'm like, you're like, what can I say, huh? It's true for the matter, man. I mean, what controls the world? Some well, in some men's minds, pussy. Sorry, folks. Mm-hmm. So as much as people don't like it, what the fuck I say it. But I'll give a fuck what half these people think about me anyway. So what? <laughs> so who gives a shit about that? Um, I guess I'll just take my take on it. Um, agree with Shar, the MJF promo really did. As I wrote down, no matter if he was a heel or a babyface, he won you over with that promo. So, no matter what, you got a glimpse of MJF babyface promo ish, but in a way where you can respect him now, even when he is a heel, you mm-hmm. know, a heel, a villain is always a hero that's been broken. So you know, we got that, and we got that full, full, and then color explanation of why. And he really gave y'all an upbringing. That's a similar upbringing that most of these wrestlers would have about another wrestler. Mm-hmm. And us fans want to always meet that wrestler because that would have been the highlight of our day. But to them, it's a job. Yeah. I felt that, and I understood that, even oh, if I'm not it. But, mm-hmm. but that promo really did make me look at him in a different. Well, not really in a different light, but. It made me respect him a lot more as a heel. Absolutely. Um, but the Buddy Matthews debut, <laughs> called it. I called it. I called it between. I don't know who exactly that I did call, but I remember saying something. I already knew that was going to happen. I told you. I told him. Yeah, Stop playing. Him. What's up, Scorpion? You next? I, I don't. Yeah, don't get scared, man. Go do nothing to you. And a conversation kind of left when left field when it came to that, but that's neither here nor there to say. But everything else was substandard. I mean, it was basically a good dynamite show. It's nothing to be overly excited, I mean, or overstimulated about, or not, or or you got less than what you expected. You got just about right. You got just about dead in the middle, fifty fifty. Yeah. So people complain about it. I mean, hey, aren't y'all entertained? And you guys love wrestling, so you got both of them in one showcase. That's all we gotta say about that. I'll pass the mic over to Math. All right, so this is what it, this is. What it is. Oh, wait, one, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Are are you still on strike? I'm going to uh, – let, let me talk. Number one, 
I crossed the picket line. I'm no longer on strike. Um, number two, reason being is you guys made a great point. It happened to both major companies, so I should be on strike with both. So I at least should. I guess I'll watch it now. But the only thing I did see was the MJF promo. And damn, that motherfucking could cut a promo. It's like a young Paul Heyman to me. That motherfucker really. Woo. I was like, what? I was at work. I had to stop working just to really listen to that. And I, that motherfucker really. He, man, listen. <laughs> That's all you can say, man. Listen, that 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 boy, that boy's bad. Mm-hmm. And then um, the whole buddy Matthews. Um, I'm happy that you know they added somebody that's actually fucking good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like not saying the other two aren't, but I mean, it's just dope that there's somebody good in there. Oh, in their no. staple. Oh no, nah. Brody came in. You can't disrespect that man. That man put in a lot of work. No, I didn't. I, I just said I did not no disrespect to the other yeah, two. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Because me and Deuce, we seen Brody King in action at Beyond Wrestling a few months yeah. back. And we and we were blown the fuck away by his shit. So we were already like, dog, just imagine where, where else, wherever else, wherever he go. PWG have a more looser style out there. My God, he'll brutalize it, probably kill someone. Um, speaking of brutalizing, shout out to Shane Taylor, man, for coming on the podcast yesterday with me for after dark. Go check out that last episode as well. Um, I guess then Maverick is done with his take. Who else wants to go? Who else hasn't went can take the floor? It's Rizzi or the Yeti. All right. So just um, overall, it was a decent dynamite. Um, like everybody else said, uh, the highlight of the night had to be MJF's promo. Um, it really left CM Punk kind of confused. Like, did this really happen? Is this really true? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because from what it seems like, uh, since CM Punk came back, he really doesn't seem like he's really taken into consideration how his absence kind of impacted, you know, his fans. Mm-hmm. You know, his fans were excited, but also there were some fans that, you know, were not very happy with him, that were very upset with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, MJF showed that vulnerability, and he yeah. showed that, that you know, he was one of those fans that was hurt, and he was he and, you know, it kind of helped develop and develop him into the character he is now. So it's de- it was definitely by far like one of the best promos. I agree with Mav. MJF knows how to cut a promo like there's no damn tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He he will throw it all out there and he will make someone feel like shit in seconds standing in the ring to in a promo with him. Also, I got to give a little bit of credit to um, to uh, Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston. Yes, that that promo it wasn't as good as as the MJF promo, but the little the little stabs that Eddie Kingston was taking at Jericho, at, uh, Jericho you know, referencing um, WWE and flat out saying, "Why don't you go and say that to your? Old f- I want that Chris Jericho that that." Um, Pissed off his friend I'm not, I'm not a sports entertainer. Uh-huh. Um, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what that does. Bring me, I mean, bring a Willow Nightingale out here, shit like that. Like, go okay, to, like, he's in for indie Stanford. stars too. <laughs> yeah, go back to, yeah. But overall, those are the two main highlights for me out of out of it. Um, the 
the the tag team the tag team match you know where red dragon winded up uh throwing out the young bucks and winning the um the match battle royal. the battle royal there we go i was trying to remember what I, like i said words brain hard right now uh but um but overall you know that's going to just lead to the big split that's going to wind up happening jay white uh jay white's going to wind up showing back up he might even bring uh bring you know the good brothers and you know that's when the big divide is probably going to wind up showing up but yeah. overall it was a pretty decent it was a pretty decent dynamite for for wednesday night so okay breezy uh-oh Okay. Oh, okay. my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, y'all said everything I was going to say about Dynamite. It was a smooth show. I mean, MJF was a highlight of the night. Um, other than that, it was a main event. I really liked the main yes. event. That was a solid match. Yeah, that main event was real solid. I, pre- I, um, I fucked with that match, but that's about it. Y'all said everything I was going to say about Dynamite, man. I don't you know. Was you know, I'm thinking about this MJF dude and like his promo cutting skills. He has absolutely everything. Um, he has. You think about it. He has the villainous of Seth Rollins. He has the realness and just raw and rugged of Edge. He brings that star power as if he was the Miz, and then he just can hook you as if he was Paul Heyman. And you mash all that together, you got MJF. Rest my case. And the scary part about it is, and the scary part about it is, he's only like 24 or 25 years old. Well, man, that future is looking really bright for him. Oh, yeah, it sure is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a high paid star for the next like 10, 15 years. No matter what, people's going to have to throw money at him to make uh, make appearances. He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to give you Ric Flair vibes later on. Just trust and believe me. Just for a Jewish kid. But kudos. But kudos to him. But kudos to yeah. Kudos to MJF. Uh, folks, I got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Saturday at 3. It could be your big break. Lovely way to fly. Am I right? Oh, man. Are you aware that you're riding in the carpool lane, sir? Well, yeah. License and <laughs> registration, sir. Look, officer, uh, my buddy and I here were kind of in a hurry to get somewhere, and he's got kind of a short fuse. Step out of the vehicle, sir, and keep your hands where I can see them. Okay. Oh, you are so toast. Yeah, whatever, pal. I'm finished, kid. You're the only one that can beat Goldberg. Now you can beat the champ at his own game. The Goldberg Smash and Bash game. When you hear a move, body slam. Match it as fast as you can. Suplex. Suplex. Spear. Suplex. Body slam. You gotta smash fast, or you just won't last. Spear. Body slam. Jackhammer. Go ahead. Challenge the champ. With the Goldberg Smash and Bash game. Batteries not included.
Nothing's bigger than the WCW, because we've got more power with WCW Power Slam Wrestlers. Power Slam Wrestlers are stronger and tougher, and nothing gets in their way. With spinning kicks, Goldberg Spear, Sting's Bat Attack, and Nash's Power Bomb, these giants of wrestling will knock the competition down to size. Are you ready to come where the big boys play? Then you're ready for WCW Power Slam Wrestlers. Just try to top us. WCW Power Slam Wrestlers. Figures and Welcome back, y'all. Oh, was that a Bill Goldberg bop it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like. <laughs> Funny, ain't it? Yeah. Damn, the shit that we had as kids. Like, right? it's, it's how that com- those commercials were absolutely horrible. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what the hell was that? The 90s. That's definitely what it looked like. Anyone got a report on Thursday? Thursday was lit. I I had to I had to work late Thursday night, so I wasn't able to catch it. I this week, I'm watching only a little bit. I've got the full thing. Sounds like it's either Rizzy or we move on to Friday. Um, I'll just I'll keep it real short. Basically, um, Jay White came out. <laughs> And said, uh, and basically said why he did what he did. And uh, let me see. Eddie Edwards came out and spoke. Moose opened up the show. They had, um, they got Jonah. Jonah's actually got a match coming up. They announced that Jonah got a match coming up against, um, what's that boy's name? Oh, my God. I don't know, but you might. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe I forgot. But Jonah, they got Jonah going against going against somebody. <laughs> I don't remember, but I just... <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll do some research on that Jonah match, but um, I don't sound like this whole Bullet Club. Split over there, impact is going to be something, it's going to bleed out to other promotions and shit like that. Hopefully, they do the Can't right wait thing. to see it. Hopefully, uh, the right thing in the AEW soil of things and shit like that. They fuck that, that up, then it's going to sabotage everywhere the fuck else. Well, I heard, well, I heard like I said, this season, all of us, we have one match next week for the club versus GOD and Violence by Design. We're so VOD are baby faces now. I don't know the baby faces like gonna team up with um GOD is going against the Shell Bullet Club, meaning Jay White, Chris Bay, and the and um the Good Brothers. Sounds like it, maybe. It sounds like they might be turning face, or else they might be tweeners, just for this situation. Yeah, I think I think it might be might be tweeners. But after all, hey, it's gonna be a great, a great match right there. And there. Well, that's good to know about Thursday. Well, we to Friday last night, uh, SmackDown.
Cheese Louise, we opened up with Michael Cole interviewing Ronda Rousey about her upcoming match with Charlotte, the fact that her being back at WWE, when the Royal Rumble, all this other type of stuff. Um, had come back from numerous surgeries, had a baby, all that type of stuff. Now she just wanted to rip Charlotte apart. Charlotte Flair, the army flair arrives, cuts her own little promo, downplaying her and the whole baby situation and shit like that, basically calling her a bad mom. And uh, Sonya Deville gets a cheap shot on her. Then she gets pulled out, gets Bret Hart kneed to the post and continues to attack. Sonya tries to get one up on her, but Ronda fights her off. Adam Pierce announces that she's going to be facing off against her next week, according to the higher-ups. Kofi Kingston and Big E takes on Los Lotharios next, where they hit the midnight hour, one, two, three, the babyface wins. They run into Sheamus and... Rich Hall in the back, uh, so potentially this could lead up to something. Then the Usos were about to cut their promo. Yes, sir. Until they got jumped. Yes, sir. But the Viking, Ray does uh, get a payback for last week. Sami Zayn in the kind of the championship celebration was next, coming out of the gold jacket. Kind of reminded me of Seth Rollins. Um, highlighting the fact that now the conspiracy theory is over, he's willing to defend the title against anyone in the back and become a fighting champion. Who knocks on the door and answers Johnny Knoxville? You know, he's gonna he'll take up on that challenge. Sammy feels hesitant, cheap shots him with a right, brutalized, jumps him, and hits him with a halua kick twice, knocking his ass out. And the heel basically got over here in front of the fans. Ha ha. Then he gloats about his accomplishments with Adam Pierce, which we get a ricochet answering that bell, won a title shot for the IC title, and Adam Pierce grants it for next week. So we're going to get that match coming up. Sasha Bates takes on Shashi in a squash match. Ew. God, he gave me three fucking minutes of why. But then Naomi was at ringside. She announces that they're going to be a tag team. So, you know, they're going to be a tag team going after the Women's Tag Team Championship. So I'm like, here we go. I'll talk about this in a little bit. But, yeah, we yeah we get that. Matt had Marcel still on the neck after getting thrown on his head at Elimination Chamber. Baron Corbin wants to do the honors to take him on and <laughs> to take on Drew McIntyre coming up next. Then, during the midst of his, in the very beginning, he's typing up Matt Cat Marcel having a better neck than him. And he's a warrior, he's a soldier, and all that. And why don't he do the honors and take it on Drew McIntyre right here, right now, and exchange in his place? So he ends up getting in the ring, even though it wasn't supposed to. Decent matchup between these two. Get hit with the Claymore kick. Drew McIntyre wins. Then Ron then comes backstage to Ronda, and the fact that she's going to get her hands on Sonya Deville um, next week, she's going to make her pay and teach him what authority figures get out of line is about to be. Contract side between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Oh, man, this thing felt like a regular contract signing. It wasn't that fancy. But the star power, the energy, the rawness was there. They both signed the contract. Paul Heyman cuts promos in between that. Basically, he needs to stay in his lane. You do not know what you get your ass into. You're not going to win. Give it up. You are worthless piece of shit. Roman just gets cocky with his promos. Saying, I am the WWE. I am SmackDown. This cameraman is mine. The announcer is mine. This, this Even the security is mine. And the security turns towards Lesnar. And Lesnar, what the hell did he do best? Search, seek, and destroy. Then whoops everyone. 
chairs, tables, FIs, German and German suplexes. He gets at everybody and knocks them all out. And the last one standing, gladly smiling at Roman as he sits there walking in disgust. And that's how we end Friday night SmackDown. So what's the thoughts? Cyber, go. All right. Overall, this was I want to say it was a good SmackDown, but to be honest, it really wasn't that great. I think what I see happening with um, with Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville, I think what's going to happen is I think Ricochet is going to take the IC title off of him because I don't think uh, they're going to want Johnny Knoxville to win the title because what what what's the point of that? There a, is David, the- a, a David Arquette. <sighs> yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, the WWE bona fide scrub. Exactly. <laughs> It would it it would turn the WWE into the biggest laughing stock since that incident in WCW, but I think what will but happen. That, but that ain't no surprise though. I I know that is true. It wouldn't be a surprise, but I, I would be pissed off if I was a former Intercontinental Champion by Chris Jericho, and God rest his soul, Pat Patterson and Cody you know, Rhodes. Now Cody looking Rhodes. at the situation about what's happening yeah. now, he could be saying, "Nope, never mind. No, they're already making a mockery out of this shit." Sorry, exactly. just breaking balls. Exactly. So I think what I would love to see happen, and I know just based off of our conversation in the bubble, I think Maverick is on the same page with me. I would love to see Ricochet win this title because I think he could potentially turn into someone similar, not as not close, but similar in the same neighborhood as Damian Priest, where he turns around and he does weekly you know, challenges, you know, I could see him pulling something like that and, you know, trying to bring back some prestige to the Intercontinental title after Shinsuke Nakamura's crap and after Sami Zayn pulling stupid shit with it, too. So um, that's that's that. The promo between between uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. I freaking love Brock Lesnar like this. This this persona he's rocking this time around uh, with since he's come back i think it's freaking hilarious he's good on the mic i don't understand why they had if he was like this since before he came back uh you know uh promo wise why in the heck did they have him with paul Heyman? he's just having fun man he is having fun he's loving it and even at one point on there he goes the only reason why i'm not jumping across this table to get you is because i want my money (laughs) <laughs> flat out like he's like i'm gonna probably make more money than what you will so bye signs the contract and and takes out all the security guards so i thought that was freaking hilarious but um other than that i mean it wasn't really that great i mean the whole uh beyond the whole um not beyond sasha banks and uh naomi i think it's just to give them something to do for wrestlemania yeah. i think that's what this is they might win the tag team titles, and if they do, good for them. But other than that, it was a decent SmackDown. wasn't one of their best, but it wasn't one of the worst either. <clears throat> Reason, you know, um, I didn't catch SmackDown in the highlights, but as far as what I've seen, it's what he says. It's a decent SmackDown. Um, looks like Roman. I mean, Roman was interesting on the show. Looked like, but other than that. Just by looking at the highlights, I didn't see anything special about it. Sure. Again, elaborating on my point with this whole 
Johnny Knoxville, Sami Zayn crap going on. Like, you have a whole roster of talent that's being underutilized. And the fact that you're even considering possibly doing this match at WrestleMania, maybe for the title, hopefully not. Hopefully Ricochet wins, but if they do, it, it's a joke and it's getting ridiculously old. I think the segment of the night, though, by far had to be the main event with the promo segment between Roman and uh, Brock. That was the best segment. They both brought it tonight. Maverick. Um, first and foremost, I'm I'm going to be big disrespectful right now. Ronda Rousey's interview should have been one of those backstage interviews because there was just no point. Totally agree. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm absolutely sick and tired of hearing the same old bullshit coming out of her mouth Thanks. and Charlotte Flair's mouth. They both could have they both yeah. could have cut that promo talking to that lady who also said, "I don't know, I don't know what it means when Naomi and Sasha Banks are talking about tag team championships." I thought that was just so stupid to say. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you don't know what it means? It, 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 she said what it means. Um, then uh, I really, I really want this push for Ricochet. Yeah. Honestly, he deserves it. He's probably one of the most hardest working talents on SmackDown. Um, I feel sorry that you know uh, that he's just now getting this this late in the game of a push. Because yeah. he's he's really he, he deserves it and he he's going to take that title off of Sami Zayn just so that we can watch a a Saturday uh, a Saturday match between Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville for no title. I hope so. Um, and then obviously the highlight was I'm in God mode right now. And that's <laughs> my main man Roman Reigns. That that right there was the best of the whole show only because you know Brock Lesnar he again he's having fun he's doing what he wants to do he doesn't mm-hmm. he's not tied down to Roman Reigns I mean to uh, Paul Heyman no. he's not tied down to nobody but himself yeah and he's doing what he wants when the fuck he wants to <laughs> and, that. And, and and he's he's making a fucking joke out of it you know so you can't complain the only thing in this world and basically, that's what brought Lesnar. He got, he got big fucking cojones. Vince, do what the fuck Damn he asks right. you to do, and he'll give you exactly what the fuck that you want. That's basically how the name of the game is, folks. We move on to the other channel that happened. Uh, AEW Frame. <laughs> So we get the opening matchup, which was the TNT Championship between Sammy Guevara and Andre El Idolo. This was a back and forth spring breeze, but he gets the springboard color on Andrade. One, two, three. He retains. Uh, he gets jumped by Matt Hardy, but eventually Darby Allen is staying, makes the save, and Isaiah Cassidy gets in trouble because of that. QT Martin cuts the promo on Hook, basically calling him out. And basically, he doesn't have the balls that he show. He needs to show him the proper respect he rightfully fucking deserves. Hook eventually comes out, and he annihilates all of QT Marshall's students except for one that didn't want no parts of this man. So he backs the fuck away, and he chokes out the very last one. 
with the red rum, as they call it, and walks back to backstage like nothing happens. Dan Lambert, um, Scorpio Sky, they talk about the issue between him getting involved in the qualifying match for the face of the Revolution Ladder match, but Ethan Page trying to get him fall into his lead. You see Scorpio Sky is not having it right now. But um, Nick Camarado takes on Warlow. Warlow hits the Symphony Bombs, one, two, three. He gets the dub, but... Sean Spears cuts a promo after basically saying what he's doing is not getting over. Basically, it's supposed to get it over meaning popular in wrestling terms. But he's just trying to do what's best for him. So is MJF. It gives him a hug. You can tell by Wall's face he ain't having this bullshit. The professor's five-minute rookie challenge again is giving Kayla Sparks a chance. So within two minutes and two minutes and 30 seconds, she um Serena D gets the W. Contrast sign between Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Thunder Rosa took place next. Thunder Rosa angrily signs the contract. She just wants a piece of her ass. Britt Baker cuts his long promo on accomplishment is the fact that she's jealous of her because she ain't her and the fact that she's going to be walking out on top at Revolution still as champion. Thunder Rosa had enough, jumps over the table, gets one on even when Mercedes Martinez comes out and makes the save for Thunder. Getting the payback from the previous week, and she slams Jamie Hayter through the table. Oh la la! My Mexicanos and my Spanish women are united. My Latin lovers, yes. And as Thunder Rosa poses for the title, future world of future woman champion, you might never know. It's time for the main event. Orange Cassie takes on Anthony Bowens for another spot for the face of the Revolution match. During the midst of the match, um, Max Cassie trying to get one up. On Orange Cassidy, but then Dan Housing curses him. And during the finish, here's a Superman punch on Anthony Bones. One, two, three. He gets away clean. So he gets, he cleans the spot for Rampage. So let me have it for Rampage, y'all. Oh, can I? Yeah. Go. First and foremost, Britt Baker, you are a other Charlotte Flair. Stop cutting promos. Mm-hmm. You suck. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see, what else? Wardlow, go on your own. Yes. Go do your thing. Get the fuck out of that umbrella. Um, Scorpio Sky is another person that needs to go on his own. That that umbrella is trash, and he's just he's just being held back by uh, Dan Lambert and the other guy. He needs mm-hmm. to go out on his own. Um, let's see, what else? Um, yeah, that's all I got right now. Great speech, nigga. 10 out of 10. Quick and simple. Shara, go. Yeah, um, I think uh, elaborating on what uh, Mav was just saying about Scorpio Sky, I think we've seen a little bit of signs tonight of Scorpio Sky leaning towards breaking away from Dan Lambert and Ethan Page tonight. Um, And I agree with him, too. Warlord would be better off on his own right now. His star power is better than like besides MJF, of course, but like he'd be better off on his own than being aligned with the Pinnacle right now. He that guy is a mega star in the making. The top baby face. Reezy. I did not catch Rampage. That was Move, at work. Moving on, Cyber. <laughs> All right, so Rampage was pretty decent. I just like the fact that it's actually just yeah. about an hour long. And you know it's you know quick to the point. You know some of the matches we don't get, we don't even see intros. Um, the Serena Deeb uh, five minute challenge or whatever that she has going on. 
Man, I really want to know what the end game is for this, for these, these challenges, because I don't know if they're just trying to give her TV time or what, but there what has happens to be if someone wins. <laughs> what yeah. happens if she loses? That's what I'm thinking. Is they're building it. They've got to be building it up towards someone debuting to beat her for that challenge. Who we don't yeah. know, but that's what they're building for. That's that's what I hope they're building for. I hope that's the end game somewhere down the line. Um, Warlow, I 100% agree. He needs to break away. He needs to be on his own. He does have the potential of being a big star on his own without any help and eventually Absolutely. be able to go up against MJF. And depending where MJF is, when it gets to that point, you know, he could either win or lose. It just depends. It's going to be who who can stand to take the loss bet more mm-hmm. at that time. So just have to wait and see. But other than that, the Britt Baker Thunder Rosa um, promos, I 100% agree. She's starting to become like a Charlotte Flair of, for AEW. I'm yeah. tired of hearing her talk at this point. This this is going to be a, a revolution. She is going to lose the, the women's title, and Thunder Rosa is going to finally get her time. Mm-hmm. Now, the question is, is this going to be a buildup like they did with Adam Page, and is it going to fall flat, or is Thunder Rosa actually going to do something with it? Only time I'll tell. Yeah, so... Dukes. I hope it's not a short reign. Me neither. Dukes. Alright. Oh, Rampage is trash. Rampage is tough to ask. Uh, Who shit in your cereal bowl today, man? <laughs> trash! <laughs> like that's, it's like this. Um, you basically get the same type of shit every single time. It's it's like what one good match, the rest, eh? You get a couple promos, eh? That's it. That's the show. It used to be like all right, one good, five get good couple matches, five promos. Now, now when we get caught up to it. He needs spice it up a little bit, you feel what I'm saying? This shit's still, shit's gonna get stale. Like, they all look for break. That's what it's at right now. Next. Hey, can't complain. Can't complain about that. I want to bet. Alright. Get a little guy into the news and reverse. So we open up the news and rumors with the announcement of CM Punk being inducted to the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. So congratulations to him. It'll be him, the Briscoes, Brian Danielson, and Samoa Joe will be the only five people being inducted in the inaugural Ring of Honor Hall of Fame coming up in the next several weeks. I think it was um, beginning of April, April 1st to April 3rd. Drake Maverick returns to WWE as creative team member for Monday Night Raw. That's been confirmed by multiple sources earlier this week. He's been slowly on the job for the last couple of months. So he's been back for he's he's been back for a little while now. 
Um, at least he's not in back in the ring. The Raw things one says four will become a world have a world champion in WWE based on based on a sit down interview that he had earlier this week, and the Raw retweeted it and put it on Instagram, giving him the blessing to highlight that he might be able to be a world champion. He's that oozing cheesy charisma. Um. Eric Bischoff thinks that Cody Rhodes left because the landscape of AEW was changing. The fact that his value was either diminishing and how, you know, the whole company was being criticized and obviously for more money. And there's a lot of reasons why for that move. So that's what he believes. Um, um, Shane Strickland, a.k.a. formerly known as Isaiah Swerve Scott, signs deal with AEW as of recently. So he's the newest addition to the AEW roster yet to make his debut yet, but uh, he's making his rounds in the indie circuit though, so he's doing his work, putting the footwork to get his name out there. Cesaro leaves WWE by not resigning a new deal, so he doesn't have to do the 90 day non compete clause, so he can pop up anywhere effective immediately. Where would he pop up at? Who might know? We don't know as of right now. Now, the reason behind that though. The reason behind this move was because he was trying to get the Sami Zayn, AJ Styles um, type of contract money, but WWE wasn't trying to give him that much. So eventually his contract ended up expiring without having a new deal. So hence why that. Brian Cage clarifies of him not being able to get away from um, being or be or potentially being released from AEW. And apparently he has said, you. I'm not sure who I told all this to. So this whole thing was apparently a rumor, so we don't know what's going to happen. And he pays the last year of his contract. WWE's latest strategy being revealed that apparently the whole storyline crossover for NXT to Monday Night Raw is still going to be at play. It's not the enhanced war stars from Raw to come down to to NXT and vice versa. So you get some crossover storyline, like an intertwined Survivor Series type of storyline going on. Um, John Morris's new name being revealed, and now he is Johnny Cabrero. Again, it's Spanish for Johnny Gentleman. So now he's making his debut for GCW coming up soon too. Jesus, GCW is making the grandest moves. The planned match not taking place at Revolution 2022. It was reasonable to be the Death Triangle versus the House of Black in the trios match, but Ray Phoenix is still not clear to compete, so they're not going to be able to do that this time around. So they're probably going to do some special match uh, on, on a Dynamite afterwards, whenever that he does decide to come back. That's news rumors. All right, so first up, big congratulations to CM Punk. I actually called that. I had a feeling as soon as they started doing the Hall of Fame, I knew CM Punk had to be one of the people that they decided to induct. So him being selected last, I think it was a good choice. But Blackheart, earlier you did bring up some other names that would have been just as good fits as his. So big congratulations to him. Um, Also, there's one thing that you actually didn't bring up that it's starting to circulate now. Is that apparently um, when Vince McMahon goes on Pat McAfee's show podcast, that apparently uh, that's going to start up a feud between Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee that's going to lead to a WrestleMania. Why? (laughs) I know it's stupid. 
that that old man's gonna wind up having a heart attack in the ring. No, listen, if this was the case, this should have been at least Vince McMahon versus a debuting Cody Rhodes or some shit like that. That would probably get something really started, get some headlines going. I don't want to see Pat McAfee get in the ring with a 76 year old man. No, nor do well, I. Well, apparently that's what's going around right now. Uh, I've seen that too, and it's like I'm not interested. I, I'm not interested in seeing that either. I mean, it could be a smoke screen. It could. It someone, could. someone could easily be a representative of Vince McMahon, so he'll have to get in the ring. Someone else can fight for him. Hopefully. Um, Same way how we said about Triple H eventually not being able to come back in the ring. So who will be better to get in the ring to take his place to really one? Or, or else, you know, hey, if Cody Rhodes is really signed with WWE and he's going to be debuting, why not him? He could be coming if he if they make it seem like they give him a huge bag to go to WWE, he could be a corporate man for them easily. But, but I heard as of right now, he has not signed anything. No, he hasn't. Well, yeah, we're anywhere. So. You know, you know who's going to fill in for him? Here comes the money. Here oh, God. Shane <laughs> But didn't he send Shane O'Mac home and told him not to come back? <laughs> did he fire him? Yeah. Yo, this is garbage. Straight garbage. How often does he fire his son? He probably fires his son and his daughter all the fucking time. Oh, I'm sure. Exactly. And a couple weeks later, uh, I need you to come and do this job for me. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing at this. With this. Come write the elimination uh, chamber script. Uh, um, I'll put this congratulations to CM Punk um, or this Hall of, or this Hall of Fame shit. I I really thought or this Hall of Fame for ROH. I really thought no bullshit. I really thought it was gonna be probably homicide. Nigel McGinnis. Um. I said, I said, Steve Carino, Christopher Daniels, and uh, who's the other dude? Um, McGillicuddy? Yeah. <laughs> McGillicuddy, yeah. Yeah. But I thought him like really homicide, and then uh, Nigel McGinnis as well. That should be on there. That should be on the ROH. No, I think they're going to go by year base and shit like that. And next yeah. year, it'll be people that were in like, afterward, after they came in and shit like that. Yeah. So. You know, it's, they'll, they'll it's, get their time. I mean, in my year, it's yeah, it'll it'll build on this whole. So I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about. It. They made I me. Mean, they made great choices. So I'm not. I'm not going to complain about it. Oh yeah, I'm not complaining about it all. But that's a great. Um, and we're gonna start off with any any five that should go in. That's a great five to put into the oh, Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Uh, I just got one note for Cody though, and I'm sorry that this is this might actually happen. This is my foreshadowing. Listen, pal, if you think the grass is so green around the other side, be my guest. Go ahead, leave. Main event night four of a buy one get one free extravaganza. Yes, are you a new applicant? Actually, I quit and I came to get my job back. Through there. <laughs> Sue. Come crawling back, eh? Seems like the classy thing to do would be not to call attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cody. No. If that happens, oh. if, if, if that happens, I will lose total undeniable respect for you. There's no need for that kind of talk. 
He wouldn't I mean, have any wrestling future after the after that. But he knows just breaking balls. Yeah, that's all. You know. What oh. I wanted, what I wanted to say about this whole thing is, first of all, like with the whole thing with the Drake Maverick. How long is it going to be before he's gone again? <laughs> like, come back, please. I mean, like, now he's on the now he's on the creative control, so I think he might have a more comfortable seat. He's not, he, he, he's not a talent anymore. Yeah, so what, what's going to happen for him? What, what's he going to do? I, mean, I, think, I, I, don't know, I don't know what storylines that he's actually doing or he's responsible for, but, you know, we'll figure out which one it is. And lastly, I wanted to say congratulations to Cesaro for getting out of there. I've been saying for so long now that guy, poor guy's been criminally undervalued and under underutilized there he needs a fresh start somewhere else i don't know i don't know if it's going to be AEW. i don't know maybe new japan would be a good fit i don't know but uh, kind of add help 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 i was hoping it wouldn't come to this but you guys asked for it can't you read call the police <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe he a place to sh- shine as the star that he deserves to be. Like, well, well, I don't know if you saw this, Shara, on Twitter, but um, Eddie Kingston made a comment about Cesaro. Mm-hmm. About, yeah, I dare you to come to AEW. I think he When nerds are in trouble, I am not slow. It's spin, 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 and away I go. Maybe Ooh. start a feud with Eddie Kingston coming in. And and um, there's a petition going around for Undertaker to be the only yeah inductee for the Hall of Fame. This as year. he should be, as he should be. There's nobody else. And and I I agree with that. The only thing I think they need to add to it, though, besides him being inducted, is the Warrior the Warrior Award. Yeah, I think they should it. still they should still award that and have those two be the. But that's be it. The no ones, yeah, I agree with that. So. So. So you say like, yeah, only the Undertaker, and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. yes, yes, that, that would be perfect. Excellent. It's appropriate. His- it is appropriate. He's the only one that's so deserving. I'm sorry, and mm-hmm. and I'll I'll say it like this too. He has a bigger career. He has had a bigger career than Hulk Hogan has in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Damn right. He towers. Point. He towers above Hulk Hogan right now. Mm-hmm. So he deserves it. Mm-hmm. He is. He has had probably probably the most successful careers that anyone yep. will ever have in the WWE, and and he deserves. He deserves to be in a solo act going into the Hall of Fame. I think what's upsetting about it is every time they cut the promo, Edge always says. Um, He's, he was almost bigger than the company. In my eyes, I think he is bigger than the company. Mm-hmm. Because he's a folk legend. Now he's part of that folk novelty. Yeah. Now like you be like folk fiction and shit. Yep. You can think about him now. And now his now people have to be like, okay, let me watch this. That is getting more shit to draw on him. He's and, probably and, the and most recognizable um, superstar. If you think about it, like, like I'm sorry, to even to even um, just go along with the with the um, decades, the thir- three decades, and just mm-hmm. keep 
keep adjusting his character over the last three decades, I'm sorry. Oh, I he definitely deserves to go as a solo act. For real. Everything That's my case. I, I, I get that, but you know what? I'm going to change the topic a little bit. But I feel sorry for one person that's in a tag team right now. That's Angel Dawkins. Because once he, because once they break up, uh, Street Profit, they might have him as a Steve Ray type of a character, or they might have him as the body of, of tag teams. So he, Coming in. Whoa. He got booed in his own hometown. What 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 the fuck does that say? That's not, not a good I'm sign. sorry, no matter gonna, what. Even if he would went on his own. That's a bad uh, sign. Unless you gave him a ill ass given that he can actually take a take and run the ball with it, which it more like it's not going to. That's gonna be giving the Martez and he's gonna go straight to the moon with it. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. No way. Sorry. I'm sorry. Bro. He's gonna he's get walking papers. He needs Montez right now, and we already said this shit a while ago. He's and gonna that, get he's gonna get the Tucker treatment. Yeah, and what, look he's what riding his out. coattails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gone. He's gonna he's be gonna, the Mar- he's gonna be the Martin of tag teams. It's not gonna be. He's not gonna be around to be no Martin Giannetti, bro. You should call that radio station and let him have it. Good idea. It's just I feel sad for him because it's like, yo, it's a good talent, but like I said, you should call yeah. up to the company and let them have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't need to call them. They watch. Yeah, email them. Yeah, right. They're watching this. So, yeah. <laughs> so they're probably, so, as okay, much good talent as they throw away, who gives a fuck if he's a good talent? They they, they drop good talent left and right. Oh, like Cesaro. Cool. He got treated terribly. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's write this. Come on, man. Ladies and gentlemen, all the fans out there, Help save some of these wrestlers. Ten cents a day. Someone save us from Dukes. <laughs> Ten cents a day. <laughs> this is garbage. Straight garbage. <laughs> Trash. I can save a wrestler. Ten cents. I can save Ricochet. Tell me. He didn't just say that. There you go, hating again. Save save this podcast. Buy a t-shirt a day. <laughs> game recognized game, and you looking kind of unfamiliar right now. I I can't. Where's Granddad? Can I help you, sir? <laughs> Every shirt that you buy is five minutes of Duke's <laughs> mic being muted. Brothers, make me slap him. You call that a slap? Make me slap you. Buy a sweatshirt. It's ten dollars. Ten minutes. Make me slap him. <laughs> yes, yes. Buy a t-shirt and a sweater. It's thirty minutes. Brothers, make me slap him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Shall we keep it going? <laughs> Brothers, make me slap him. <laughs> Brothers, make me slap him. You call that a slap? Make me slap you. Now both. Now just you. Now give me a taste. 
<laughs> now both again. Mm. Now all three. Excellent. <laughs> oh, damn. I <laughs> know. Uh, so this wrong with me. So this wrong with me. I oh, tired. I know half of y'all be with him. <laughs> well, folks. Oh man, we have all we have last. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you hit the like, share, subscribe, notifications bell to stay updated and stay update, up to date with all the stuff that we actually currently got. And make sure that you leave a comment below. Tell us what you guys think, uh, folks. Man. Victory laps. This has been remarkable. Revolution's coming up. Char, Char, I'm going to say this nice and delicate and sweet. Even though I don't have the energy for it, but you are my opponents. So I got to treat you like everyone else. You're going down, clown. That's it. <laughs> I'm coming for that fight, so better, you better be ready for it. I was going to say something negative about John Moxley, but I'm going to keep that one to the side about next week. Just to throw you yeah, off. Yeah, use it next week. This week it's just going to be um remember how that scene in um in um Dark Knight when um the black mafia dudes get cut open by the face and shit like that? Why so serious? I just have the blade in your mouth right about now. Ah, my your heart is squeeze. This is some weak stuff, man. You need to be going at the throat. Stop this cuddle shit and go after Char like it means something. Oh, Get him, cyber. cyber. Get him, Cyber. Don't antagonize it. <laughs> I'm going to antagonize the shit out of it because I'm going to be coming after one of y'all. See, I can't I'm do being underestimated girl. here. Like, I'm just being thrown to the side. Yo, yo, Char has been on the fucking money with this She's fucking AEW fucking prompt, uh, fucking. I know, and that's why I'm scared of you. You're going to fucking lose, so you better start talking that shit now and, and stop holding back. I already have most of my predictions in my head already picked. I think I'm yeah. Ready. So do I. I'm, what do you I'm think? so ready. I'm so ready for this. Bring it on. Oh, Bring it wait. on. Oh, she's giving you the soft treatments. You said you're soft, bro. Bring it. You're gonna take I'm, that. I'm soft. You soft. You're gonna okay. take that from her. Listen, since the one that's a John Moxie fanatic, that everything and everything, including her profile picture, is the motherfucking guy. I would have hoped and pray that you would you would just be his fucking stalker for crying out fucking loud. No. I just hope and pray that your phone number just get fucking banned. No. <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'd be fucking surprised that he actually would have just done some crazy ass shit to all these guys. Non stop. It's about this motherfucking guy. Non fucking stop. Let the hate flow through you. Yes. I think, yes. hey, yo, Renee, man, you, I think you need to watch yourself, man. Watch that social nah, media and shit, dead. man, because she's, she's, you know, she's gonna do some shit. <laughs> Remember, no. it, it's double C. But, anyways, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'll just go around. I got nothing more to say. Well, I got some surprises for y'all. Rain the Stallion. Um,. Mm. I'll let you guys know in the bubble, but whatever. Brady Stallion, March 3rd or 4th, whichever they be determined by next week. Keep your fingers crossed. Dukes, get ready to get your lotion ready because I will be asking some uh, crazy questions about the body fat count. And it just might shock you about the uh, about those results. You can't handle it anymore. Um, uh... 
Yeah, I got nothing oh, else really too. I got nothing else really too much to say. I'm just passing on to Cyber. Have a good night, folks. All right, thank you so much for uh, hanging out. We do appreciate it as always. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. You know where to find me. All socials. It's uh, Cyber Yeti twenty Cyber Yeti, except on YouTube. By the way, Cyber, you suck when it comes to your little Twitch shit. I I watched that last video where you played. How the fuck? How the fuck you let someone else die on your watch? Flying the plane like that, and you got bombed. (laughs) No, it wasn't. I actually got caught. I actually got caught on a street post light. And I didn't see it, and I just turned over and blew up. No, man, that was me just messing around with uh, with my friends right there. Uh, but anyway, um, you know where to find me at Cyber Yeti, except YouTube Cyber Yeti 2016. And also, if you enjoy the hat, if you enjoy, if you like the way it looks, make sure you go to MammothHeadwear.com. Use promo code Cyber Yeti 2016. You'll get yourself a discount, and also it helps out the podcast as well. So we have some designs coming out pretty soon. So make sure you watch out for that. And um, again, just continue sharing to share and subscribe, and uh, make sure you cop some merchandise too. So we appreciate y'all as always. What next? Uh oh. Buy our stuff. Sure. Uh, continue supporting us. Like, share, subscribe. Follow us on all socials. L- listen every week. Watch every week. So just keep supporting all of us. We appreciate it. Maverick. Yo, so uh, first thing I want you to do is stop, like, look, watch, and listen to this show. Second thing I want you to do is hurry up and buy our product. Cause this this is this is not going anywhere. This is where it's at right now. This is the life. This is the way. All right. Breezy. What up? What up? Peace and love. I just want to send you dope show tonight. Everybody go. I'ma definitely um share this and have more people get in tune to what everybody's doing. And that's that. Last but not least, Reezy. King Greasy. Last but not least, he dukes. You can. Yo, yo. Um, look, like our shit. Hope everybody heard that. It kind of went out for me. <laughs> uh, look, like our shit. Share our shit. Watch our shit. We in good shit. I don't, I don't think people want to do anything with shit, bro. I, I, I think you're right there, but <laughs> and every piece of merchandise you buy, you let us know, and that adds five minutes to the mute time for Dukes. <laughs> Courtney Holland, I hope you heard that. <laughs> she probably ran off and go tell him about my little tirade on AEW and shit, or she's probably still pissed off about it. I don't know. Who knows? But wait, 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 there's no one there. Shout out to Warren, shout out to Dre on the commission talk. Check us out. I'm um being the host of next week's episode. So Warren, get ready to hate me, motherfucker. If he's actually still online. (laughs) Fight me. Fight me. Bang bang. He's gonna want to fight me next oh, week. Shit. <laughs> but he's going to want to fight someone else on another podcast and I and I can't wait for this shit to happen. So I so I would be there <laughs> for when this shit happens. But folks, till then, till Wednesday the next time when you see me, I bid you, we bid y'all 
a Jew. Every weekend. Motherfucker! I'm funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? <laughs>